Wasted Potential Podcast is sponsored by Harold's High School Whores. Have you ever wanted to pay a high school student to bang another high school student? Are you a 16-year-old who wants to have sex with another 16-year-old, but can't, so you pay an 18-year-old to have bedroom bam-bam with another 18-year-old? Well, if any of these strange sexual situations are happening to you, contact Harold. He'll hook it up for a nominal fee. So, go to www.teenageprostitutes.edu for your first high school hooker hookup today. Don't tell your parents. That brings us to our other sponsor. Really proud of these guys. They're really pushing the envelope of uh, Ripped Off Shakespeare. So, are you a Hollywood writer that can't fucking write anything original or anything... Well, that's easy. At Rip Off Shakespeare, we already have scripts that are Shakespearean stories converted to modern-day bullshit. That's it. Stop ripping off Shakespeare. This is literally Taming the Shrew. Like, beat for beat. They even reference Shakespeare. They're aware that they're completely ripping off Taming the Shrew. It actually falls in line, though, because Shakespeare stole all of his stories. So, From who? Uh, Marlowe from the Greeks, from like other Italian authors. Christopher Marlowe, famous like British like playwright. Oh, I knew a chick named Marlowe. She's weird. He wrote um the um uh, Doctor Faustus. Well, great. Now our fucking shit's already stolen. Okay, rip off Shakespeare's ripoffs. That's that's what the business (laughs) is called. God, not like any of you fucks care. (laughs) (laughs) You know who the problem is. You know what the problem with this podcast is? Our listeners. Fuck each and every one of you. In great fucks. Get a job. Stop listening to this podcast. But give me money. <laughs> That's it. Happy Valentine's Day. It's and wel- the worst day of the year, <laughs> where you have to buy things for your wife, and then she has to do the same things that she normally does. Or husband. <laughs> it's the best time of the year. You buy <laughs> gifts and hope that she'll touch your penis. But you do that anyways, every other fucking week. <laughs> Welcome to Wasted Potential Podcast. <laughs> I am Ronnie, and the bitter motherfucker on the other end is Shane. I bring the holiday cheer. <laughs> Usually I'm the cantankerous bitch, but today we're swapping roles. Mm-hmm. I'm trying it off for size. So join me on the three other podcasts that I'm doing <laughs> other than this one. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, Um, it is Valentine's Day. Last year, Shane forced me to watch crazy stupid rudy love but this year i'm forcing him to watch 10 things i hate about you why can't we ever watch a love story that doesn't feel oddly rapey is it just how love works i was saying name a love story that's not too rapey but we're, get, we're getting ahead of ourselves here all right yeah this is the 1999 romantic comedy quotes around the word comedy as usual, if you're joining us, you're out of your mind, but we normally play some drinking games to kind of drink alcohol as we uh, watch this movie. Shane, what's your drinking game for this week? Uh, my drinking game is... Fuck. What? Femme pop punk song or band. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my drinking game is every time there is a femme pop punk either cover or band playing. 
There's a lot of them. Saddle up, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Mine is whenever students do things that would get them suspended, expelled, or arrested. Yep, that's a good one, too. We're going to be thoroughly drunk. I'll have to pause and get another beer. Uh, Shane did his due diligence, Jesus, this week and invented his a new game called Throwback Throwback. How does it work, Shane? So, it's kind of a convoluted rule. So, fuck you. Drink when I say drink. Um, but <laughs> it's uh, every time that you can relate to a high school situation that is occurring in the movie. But the caveat is when you were in high school. So, like, an example would be they kiss in the car. And you go, oh, I kissed in the car in high school. Drink. The funny thing is, is there's a lot... There's really not that many situations because they act like college students instead of high schoolers. <laughs> Excellent. But there's a few. Or maybe the, there are some wacky situations. I never sailed in high school. but Buckle up. It's going to be a drunky kind of podcast. Okay. Yeah. Our signature drink for this week is something I concocted called the Flaming Cherry. It's two parts cinnamon whiskey, one part cola, and a splash of grenadine. It actually sounds delicious. It's okay. I'm drinking beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the guys has been ruined. Uh, uh, the, the, whole, the whole charade is over. We're hack we frauds. Okay. Ritualistically kill ourselves now. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. On, okay. On <laughs> okay, let's gear up the movie here and start this shit. Alrighty. I'm at the Touchstone Pictures in six seconds. I don't know if okay. you're watching. It's on a lot of streaming services. It's include on. free on Disney Plus. That's what I'm. That coincides now. with our sponsor of China. So, all right, three, two, one, yeah. Engage and also. Oh fuck! My microphone fell. Oh my oh, god! Jesus. Oh my god! Oh my, oh my god! Oh god! Oh, it's in his ass. It's deep. <laughs> it's deep. We're gonna happy have to go Valentine's VR. Day to me. And by the way, since we're doing this now, follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Um, we also Patreon. Give us money. Yeah. Please, God, give us money. Please, I'll suck your dick <laughs> on um, every day but Valentine's Day. I wanted to start putting these on YouTube, but we're going to get flagged so quickly. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. So it opens up with uh, this nice shot of Seattle. And I have a friend in Seattle. Shout out. Um, He's on the podcast. It's so expensive to live in Seattle. So all these people are super rich. And white. But yeah, um, your dear white. friend was on our podcast. Do you remember which one he mm -hmm. was on? You could probably see his house from fucking one of these shots. Dang, he's loaded then. So this is where this, it opens up. So the problem, I don't know if it's a problem, but they're setting up that she's like mean and punk rock and look at these preppies and their Volkswagen. Oh, uh, they're playing Joan Jet drink. Oh, yeah. Then, yep. So... We're going to run into something. I'm just going to get ahead of it in this film where as we're hating the hell out of it, I'm somehow oddly enjoying it. <laughs> it's like a really bad relationship. It's just like you can't stand any word coming out of your partner's mouth, but God damn it, they're hot. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, like, this is one of the most obnoxious movies we've watched, and I thoroughly enjoyed, I think, an hour of this movie. Yeah. Yeah, it starts to wear out its welcome. But it, okay, so for example, I like Julia Stiles for the most part. But the thing I just don't get is why is she pulling down like the posters and just being a bitch? I just don't get that part I, of it. And and the reveal of why she became a bitch, 
is so weak. That's, yeah. when, that's when the movie just kind of gives up and just says, ah, we gotta finish this shit. So this is Allison Janney. She's a delightful, delightful actress, and she's super uncomfortable in this, being Mrs. Perky. <laughs> <laughs> this school is so wacky. The teachers are actively, like working against their students <laughs> the principal's flipping kids off she's, she's a, writing dirty novels she's a guidance counselor and she just calls them shit for oh. brains so <laughs> <laughs> oh and there's our first reveal of heath ledger who's supposed to be this bad boy but he's just so delightful yeah the uh the director talked about this they had a hard time uh casting him because they wanted someone like masculine but not too masculine and someone likable but not like too much of a dick so I guess this is the best of all worlds is Heath Ledger, R.I.P. He's perfect. And that's that's where I got caught up in this entire film is just like, how much I miss Heath Ledger. You didn't realize it, you know, till he was gone. I think that's how most actors are. It's like Philip Seymour Hoffman type of thing, too. It's kind of like, man, mm-hmm. you don't really appreciate until they're gone. He is. I would put Heath Ledger in that same kind of category because of the range that those actors have. Where here, mm-hmm. Heath Ledger can be in this <clears throat> stupid rom-com and he's the best part. Mm-hmm. And he can also play the Joker, you know? And also a gay cowboy. And a gay cowboy. That's so, not his Joker role. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. Okay, also, so this is the... I, think... uh, I gotta get this in real quick. That's the elf from Santa Claus. <laughs> he's also... Everybody. Uh, the, he's also one of the kids in uh, Adam's Family Values. Adam's Family Values? Yeah, it's a movie. <laughs> the coffee kids. <laughs> For some reason, I think this shit's funny, and it's so stupid. Like, why is there coffee it's, kids? So the first thirty minutes is satirical. It's it's yeah. so over the top and stupid that I laughed at how dumb it was. I was like, I was like the this white is so Rostas. dumb. I like yes, the white Rosses is amazing. I love all this. It's a super. It's so dumb. It doesn't take itself seriously. And then it's just taking itself seriously later. And then it's when I, I kind of give up on it. But like, this is so yeah. stupid. Like it's 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 almost like unfunny. It's it's so yeah. bad. It's it's so bad. It's it's almost like negative comedy. It's crazy. I would be part of the cowboy club that has never seen a cow. <laughs> but yeah, I'll tell you what I'm gonna do first time I see a cow. I'd be the white Rastafarians. <laughs> oh, the white Rastas. That's who I would be. You know <laughs> think that they're black. <laughs> I enjoy hip hop. Yeah. And I hate this scene. Look how young Gabrielle Union is. Good God. Um, and I think Gabrielle Union's way hotter than her friend. That of is, she is the whole point of the story. But good job, Dwayne Wade. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt too. I keep looking at him, going, "Jesus, he's so young." He looks like he's fourteen. I don't think he's that young, but I, he looks so. He's young. He's supposed to be older than her, right? Okay, when your first shot or not? Sure. Okay, let me find. Okay. Uh, despite being about high school students, the youngest cast members were Julia Styles and Larissa Ol- Olenek. I don't know the yeah uh, Larissa the Olenek. sister. At twenty years old, true or false? True. That's None false. What? The oldest cast member is Gabrielle Union at twenty six. Oh. The rest of them are actually all teenagers. Ledger's nineteen, Styles is seventeen, the sister's sixteen. I think Levitt's eighteen. Wow, I can't relate to this high school experience at all. <laughs> Dude, I love that you go, shut up, Chachi. <laughs> this this teacher 
makes no sense to me, but I I love him because he just actively insults all his students and then kicks them out whenever they participate. <laughs> this shit might fly like an inner city maybe where you can like make fun of your kids and chase shit, but like these like honky tonk white crackers with like all their money, their parents would not put up with a black teacher like berating their white kids. <laughs> ah, period joke. Got her good. Okay, uh, drink. Uh, he literally <laughs> just walks out of class. Also, yeah. period jokes and drink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all these things. It's all saying just keep drinking. Yep. I'm a bitch slappy kid. <laughs> Dude, he, this teacher makes me so... He's like, oh, it must be really hard surviving all that upper middle class white yep. suppression. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's so stupid. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> guy i have a theory is that he doesn't teach anything he just continuously kicks out students whenever they ask questions <laughs> until there's no one and then he just smokes weed the rest of the fucking class he doesn't give it he doesn't give a shit he got 10 he's like fuck it <laughs> he he's supposed to be like the problem with him is the writers ran away too much with it i like the premise of him being the no-nonsense teacher that like mm-hmm. tells her to shut up because she's privileged mm-hmm. and calls the other kid chachi i'm okay with that i'm okay with him being actively aggressive and insulting to his students but there should be a moment where he actually teaches and they try to do that because he raps a shakespearean line and you're like okay he's like he's being a teacher right he's relating things and then he kicks her out when she's excited to write the poem yes that comes later, but the, the joke is she's like being, she's changing and being, you know, positive. Therefore, something's wrong with her. But I think the biggest problem with this movie is there's so many characters and every little arc is forgotten by the end. They only care about the two girls and everything else is forgotten. Like all these characters and these guys, no one learns a lesson and it's weird. No, no one. And God, this is going to feel weird complimenting she's all that. I feel like her, with her artsy thing, paid off more than Julia Stiles in this. I don't know what the fuck Julia Stiles is. Because he gets her, to, spoiler alert, the guitar at the end and everything. Like, Ooh. oh, you're going to start your band. But she never does anything that's band related. Except for one scene. And then she's like, oh, I write. And I do this. I, what? They need to pick something that she's passionate about and make that part of the arc. Well, even weirder is you add in the the mother abandoned them or died. I can't remember which one it is. I, th- I think they said both. Vaguely sits there, like. And then like the dad's supposed to be like you know letting them go, but it doesn't really do that. It's just it's all these ideas that they couldn't tie in and finish up. Yeah. So those fuckers are eating a can of beans. <laughs> That's what my wife said. She goes, "Why the fuck are they eating beans?" I'm like, "Cause they're cowboys." <laughs> they're cowboys. <laughs> you know, He's this smoking. reminds me a lot of um, and it's because it's a parody, not another teen movie. Which yeah, we'll have to review that at some point. Like almost a glass half full, because it's actually one of the better spoof movies. Yeah, like I said, the first thirty minutes of this feels like a satire, and then it just becomes what it hates so much. Yeah, but since you already mentioned it, I so prefer this to She's All That. She's All That is a (laughs) a nonsense nightmare. Why do I sneeze every time? We really need to get that diagnosed. Um. Yeah, this this has more. It, number one, it has better actors, 
But yes. number two, it's got more witty writing. It's got better cinematography. It's no, I think this one's good. fucking terrible at that. I think both of them are lazy fucking like direct and direction. I, I, I think what's better is it's got a be more beautiful. Actually, no, that's the beach though. I don't really know what's a better location. It's I guess it's kind of preference. I, I think this looks better because like this fucking like castle. It's a goddamn yeah, Hogwarts. Hogwarts. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're not watching the movie right now. It's the uh, the bet scene where um the where Bubby here makes a deal with Joseph Gordon Levitt saying if, if if he pays her oh no he says don't like her because she's hot and you're a loser <laughs> I just met you <laughs> you're a loser <laughs> catfish Camaro loser actually the catfish Camaro is kind of badass you can follow this on my other <laughs> podcast where I talk about cars I like it's not made yet no one cares um. <laughs> I'll without cheating. I'll get. I'll take a shot if you can tell me what Cat's best friend's name is. Not not Gabrielle Union, the other sister. What's her best friend's one who wants to fuck Shakespeare's dead oh. corpse? Cocksucker. Um, yeah, I had to look this up because I was like, who the her right there? Yeah, what's her damn? I don't know. Also, I have a problem with this. With like, hey loser, you know how kind of cool that is that he rides a motorcycle with a basket on the front. No, it's not. Like the dirt bike, dude. Like, I would own the shit out of that. That'd be badass in high school. He has like a little like bull on the front of it. You see it? It looks like it's made of a paper cup. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think that would have played well in high school. Not with these like preppy kids. Also, this would have made him a legend. Mm-hmm. They kind of play that where he cheers and they all cheer, but this. This also, is all is... nonsense. This is so much nonsense that, that doesn't pay off. This has no payoff. He's not cool no. because of this. This is just nonsense. They're not like, you're the dude that jumped the quad. Like, yeah. yeah. Dude, he would be a legend if he made uh-huh. it and survived this. But once again, he'd also be on phones nowadays on YouTube. He'd also get suspended and or expelled. Yeah, it's a drink. Mm. Ugh, that is too much sweetness. I love this setup. Now, granted, they kind of set it up that he's a doctor, so it makes sense that she lives in upper middle class. These houses, especially in Seattle, are so fucking expensive. Oh my god. These are all multi-million dollar homes. Did you get? Did you watch that guy trying to walk his dog and his dog has like a really bad syndrome? <laughs> like, you'd see oh, it. Like drink. his dog was like hopping. Femme. Femme song. Oh, yeah, yeah. As she reads the bell jaw. Hey, look, a swinging camera into the window. This is the only time you get something cinematic in this movie. Okay, now we're at the best part of this film, other than Heath Ledger, the father. I was talking about this with my buddy this morning. Mm-hmm. We were surfing, no big deal. Um, <laughs> oh my god. What <laughs> up? Um, he, we're like, why do we like the dad in this more than any other dad movie dad, right? Mm-hmm. It's because... He makes sense. You can relate to this father. He just doesn't want his daughters to get pregnant, right? He wants them to be successful. No, he wants them not to fuck. He doesn't say be careful. He says don't put any dicks in or around you. Exactly! That's a father I can relate to. What father's like, go out there and get dick down? You don't don't say yes, but you don't lock them up like this because that's how they become prostitutes. Oh, yeah, these women would be insane. But I, I like him. He's nice. He helps. He's clever. He's witty. I love this dad. 
I I see a lot of myself in this tag. So my wife and I were watching this last night, and I shit you not, the only time she laughed was whenever he was on screen. He's funny. He's good. He's a good. He's a funny actor. Yeah, and and he's and he's a perfect lame dad. He he makes lame jokes and says lame shit. It's, mm-hmm. He's definitely a dad dad. <laughs> but yeah, this is the worst parenting advice ever. <laughs> I should listen to my father. <laughs> she would have if she wasn't dead. But <laughs> <laughs> I like this though. Like he he genuinely cares about them. Like it's. It's not it's, like the um, the dad and she's all that, and unfortunately, I'm going to compare this a lot to that because they're very similar movies. Yep. Where he just smokes cigarettes and yells at Jeopardy all day, which I also like, but that's not a good father. <laughs> well, well, like like that's like a, a a relation to like Pretty in Pink because in Pretty in Pink, that's what the dad is. The dad's kind of too busy to care. This dad's the opposite. He's the overly protective one. No. So yeah, it's the it's the it's the opposite end of it though. But once again, he doesn't even like care about them or anything that they like. He just wants them to not use their vaginas. I get that. <laughs> I'd lock my daughter in a fucking attic. <laughs> fucking bluebeard that shit. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to those who like fairy tales. What up? Oh, there's a little bit of the R word right there. Ah, uh, yeah. It wasn't from us. That, that'll get you canceled now. Here, go ahead. Bleep it out. it's not bleeped Um, oh no (laughs) there's a context this shit was said all the time in the 2000s there's a lot whatever i'm not gonna get into the whole reason why that word shouldn't be fucking banned but whatever so she has no (laughs) redeemable qualities her only redeemable quality is that she fucks him so here's my overarching question that by the end we can kind of evaluate this one which character is the most unredeemable? I'm putting money on Joseph Gordon-Levitt here. It seems like you're putting your money on not Sabrina Teenage Witch. Oof. So, Joseph Gordon, okay. But he also pays somebody to, like, take out her... You know what I mean? He's no better than Chachi. No, he's not. He's just... He's just... He's, just, uh, he's a little more, like, endearing... But he just wants to fuck her, and he's willing to pay her sister to go out with Heath Ledger. Which, I'll take money to go out with Heath Ledger. But okay. yeah, I don't yeah. like... God damn the microphone again! <laughs> Stop okay, trying to put it in your ass! I'm tr- it's Happy Valentine's Day, god damn it. Okay, um, my, my microphone vibrates. Um, so Joseph Gordon-Levitt here... I think is just super selfish. He, I guess we'll get to this later, but he, he calls her selfish, but he only cares about fucking her. It's like, I don't get like for guys, most love and romance is you want to have sex with someone and then it grows something else later. It's not how guy brains work. His speech in the car. I was like, fuck you guy. Like I see why women are getting sick of this shit because he's like, I put all this work in, and I care, and I really like you, and da 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 da, and like she owes him to like him because yeah. he likes her a lot. Like, how does that make any sense? Like, if if she's not attracted to him, she's not attracted to them. That's nobody's fault. She's not into it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Ugh. That's a high school relationship problem. This is what, when you become an adult, you realize if there's no attraction... That's fat Harold Ramis. Look at the guy in the pink. He looks like I Harold Ramis. I thought I was Ramis pausing the eight. movie. Oh, oh no, no, no. God damn it. 
Look, the guy in the pink, he looks like Harold yeah. Ramis ate Harold Ramis. No, I, I see it now. He's, he's definitely... Oh, and he moved. Oh, they changed the change shot. That's weird. But yeah, um, when, <laughs> okay. once you get older, you realize if there's no attraction, there's no connection, you can't make it. But high schoolers just think it's all about doing a lot of big things so that someone know you care about them. That's just the thing you grow out of. Oh, yeah. Um, I was cleaning out my old email that I don't use anymore, and I found a bunch of emails that I sent to my high school girlfriend. Pathetic. Drink. Uh, Heath Ledger has a switch or has a butterfly knife. Hmm. Have we found anything that we relate to yet? Um, thinking that you could buy someone's love by, you know, doing a bunch of nice things for someone. I can relate to that shit in middle school and high school. He's smoking in class. Yep, drink too. I like Heath Ledger though. God damn it. He's goddamn charismatic. He's like he's fun. His character has no character which is also a problem later because I'm, I'm like I'm like so what is he besides he's the guy that everyone thinks is a psychopath but he's kind of a psychopath none of them have characters there's no redeeming anything it's so no. confusing they okay this is what i feel like i feel like the authors are two females i feel like they were like high school english teachers and then wrote the script and sold it and then quit their English teaching job and became, like, hack writers for Hollywood because there's so much shit that connects to, like, history and English classes, and then it's so <laughs> underdeveloped. <laughs> I like that. I like that hypothesis. <coughs> oh, COVID. Can you stop doing that? No. Okay, shot or not. Julia Stiles beat out Reese Witherspoon and Katherine Heigl for the role of Cat. True or false? Beat out Katherine Heigl? And Reese Witherspoon. True. That is false. I made that shit up. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Also, he's drawing tits on that, uh... Oh, yeah. On lunch that tray. thing. Uh, lunch tray. That's another... Yeah, lunch tray. Also him. <coughs> I'm undecided. I kind of like the, him as the villain. Which one, the which one, the the Jew or the, or the the Greek? Chachi, the Greek, ah. the the not John Stamos. The um, guy, the guy currently drawing a dick and balls on this guy's face. <laughs> okay, I can relate to that drink. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. I didn't get drawn on. But um, the drawing. Yeah. Um. I don't know how I feel about him. It's like at times I kind of like him as the villain. But at the same time, I'm like, he's so stupid. Um, I think that's a cliche of high school movies is they all become just like stereotypes and like cardboard cutouts of actual characters. Because he's he's as vapid as the uh, the the is what's the other girl's name? Not Kat. What's his sister's name? Oh, Bridget? yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's a hero because the Joseph Gordon-Levitt gets to fuck her instead. No, it's all arbitrary. Ugh. The The real villain of all high school movies are all the high schoolers, because high schoolers suck. They're evil. They are truly evil. <laughs> the only hero in this is this guy who hits golf balls at him. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. He just fucking hits golf balls at the field while people are on it. <laughs> that guy looks 35 years old, though. <laughs> yeah. 
Here's Chachi. Oh, yeah, by the way, drink, because that would not fucking fly. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would get you expelled. Mm. He's smoking again. Drink again. Also, they don't set up... They kind of explain it, but they don't set up why Heath Ledger is known like this. You know what I mean? They just go, oh, I heard, I heard. But that's why that's why I was that point. It's just all these characters have backstories that we don't understand and they don't pay off or anything. Yeah. Well, because the whole point is he's supposed to seem like a bad boy, but he's actually a nice guy. Just like her. She's like a bitch. Yeah. But she's not yeah, but... a bitch. She just got hurt. I don't know. Well, if you look at the cover of this, there's like 14 kids on there. I think that's the whole problem. There's just too many characters and they don't have time to develop them. So in the last 30 minutes, they just fucking rush through it, rush through it, rush through it. Um, he must actually smoke because his teeth are yellow as shit. Yeah. It's so funny, too. Um, I think I texted you last night. We texted a lot during this. But I was like, uh, what the fuck? This is just Taming of the Shrew. And you're like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. And then I was—I noticed all the Shakespeare stuff. I was like, "Oh, they—they're not even hiding it." It's in the—it's an opening credits. It says, "Based on the Timing of the Shrew." Oh, and see that. You know what I don't want to see when they're re- redoing Taming of the Shrew? High schoolers. <laughs> well, like, to to the defense, all the the characters in Shakespeare's dramas are all fucking high schoolers. Yeah, well, it was a different time. Those were basically yeah, adults. No. Yeah, because they were at 14 and fucking... If it bled, it bred, all right? Like... (laughs) (laughs) Ew. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that that one's going to be played on my greatest hits. (laughs) (laughs) I want to make a compilation one day. (laughs) It'll be for your arrest record and your indictment. I kind of enjoy her sassiness, though. I Like, like both of them. Yeah, them together is fun. Towards the end, uh, like I said, it gets annoying because they just kind of throw it all away. But I like them. I think just Julia Stiles and Heath Ledger kind of lift it out of this because their characters are kind of annoying. But they are just, they have good chemistry. Oh, yeah. They they feed off. It feels real. You know, they both feel like just, mm-hmm. but that's because it's so funny that the real people don't seem like real people. They just seem like regular adults. Like, uh, yeah, Heath Ledger doesn't act like a crazy person. He acts like a normal person. Yeah, his reputation is crazy, but he acts like a, a general. <laughs> he Everybody else acts like a fucking weirdo, like paying yeah. people to go out with this person and stuff like that. But Julian Stiles and Heath Ledger are just acting like normal people surrounded by crazy people. Yeah, and maybe that's maybe that's what it's supposed to be. Uh, no, it it works until the end. And here's the problem I have with teenage movies: is teenagers don't have any self awareness. No, they don't. They they don't they don't have the ability to self analyze their own bullshit. That's what happens when you get in your tw- like late twenties and thirties. Is you're like, oh, you I know hope. who I am now. <laughs> um, yeah, and I I hate this constant because it's totally the writers writing themselves in. Where they're like, yeah, she reads a bunch of books, and she's smarter than the teachers, mm-hmm. and uh, she doesn't take no shit, and she's just way older than she should be. Mm-hmm. But yeah. a teenager that does that is not doing that because they're like, I'm representing me. It's because they're they're projecting an identity they want known. You know what I mean? Well, because well, you, teenagers write, don't know who they are. Well, you write what you know, and actually, 
I tried doing trivia for this, and it took a lot because there's nothing interesting about this fucking movie and all behind the scenes. So there's very few things. Apparently, the writers like literally went through their high school like journals and diaries to get information. Like, like they literally wrote themselves in. Ew. Yeah. Kind you of know, it's the most realistic high school movie I've ever seen, and just how high schoolers talk, act with each other, and approach life. I swear to God, if you say super bad, I want to super bad. Movies. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You're so out of your goddamn mind. Your whole life is just about getting laid, by no, any means necessary. That. But those those characters are way too ridiculous to be real. Are you kidding like me? Scene. The shit oh I God. said in high school. Okay, the dialogue, yes, the dialogue, yes, but the situations are so unrealistic. Okay, I'll 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 agree that the situations are unrealistic, but the characters, I believe, are high schoolers. Yeah. I like this, that she backed into his car. And I like that there's consequences. Or the dad's mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? <laughs> right? Yeah, he's mad because her insurance is going to go up, and that costs way more than fixing this asshole's car. Oh, God. Oh, I love that. My insurance doesn't cover PMS. Jesus Christ. <laughs> they make a lot okay. of bleeding jokes. Is it? Okay, so is it weird and misogynistic? That, like, the whole thing is just they're pimping out women. These guys are pimping out women for their own desires and needs. But it was written by two women. So I'm kind of confused. I'm not going to break down the psychosocial aspect of this. You know, rise, women. Okay, well, like, like I enjoyed this more than my wife did last night. She was like, this is really stupid. I was like, yeah, it is, but it's so dumb. It's kind of making me laugh. The whole premise is dumb. And yeah, you're right. Like some of it, you're just like, what? (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I go back to it. I'm going to say it probably eight more times. Heath Ledger and Julia Stiles. They're just charismatic. They're fun to watch on screen. Yeah, especially if you're going to compare it to She's All That. Like Freddie Prince Jr. and uh, Rachel something Cook are like forgettable compared to these two. Yeah. Also, I thought he got paid more money the first time I saw this. Yeah, 20 fucking bucks? What kind of cheap ass are you? He got paid 50 bucks to take her out. I thought it was going to be like, yo, dude, like $600, you get her to the prom. You know, something. Especially considering his, like, car and he has a quote-unquote job being a model. I know, and they they project him as, like, he has all this money, right? I guess in high school terms, 300 bucks is, like, a lot of money. This is stupid. Uh, over Heath Ledger's shoulder to the right is like a little like uh, uh, Bee Rabbit Eminem writing rhymes with his headphones on. <laughs> I just noticed that right now. <laughs> it's a stupid little thing, but I noticed it. He's wearing like the, the gray sweater. He's got headphones and he's writing on a scribbling on the notepad. So you're going to laugh at this. Um, I was making fun. I was like, no one acts like that guy, uh, his friend, elf guy. Um, <laughs> uh, David... <laughs> Kromitz, Kromowitz, Kromowitz, I don't remember his name, something like that. Which actually, he's pretty funny, like you've seen the bloopers. But, um, I, yeah, I was like, no. He's a really good Woody Allen impression. Yeah. <laughs> Can someone get me a prophylactic? <laughs> um, when he's dressing, he's like, should I wear the tie? And da, da, da. I was like, no one fucking did that in high school. It's so dumb. My wife's like, didn't you wear a tie to school once? And I was like, fuck you. Fuck you, okay? I went through a James Bond phase, okay? I don't want to fucking hear it. Spoiler alert to our audience. I did some shit in high school that didn't exactly get me laid. It didn't, you know, make me popular. 
I can hear the air quotes they're using. <laughs> no, what the talking about? I, but I did have sex in high school. I want everyone to know that I was so, something. We're so proud of you, Shane. Oh, dude, I was a fucking re- guy <laughs> <laughs> in high school. I did shit, and it wasn't until I went to college, away from like where I had to like be transplanted with other semi adults. That I, I learned, oh, I'm an asshole. And it changed me completely. We, it, for, the... for all our listeners, if, if you're young, none of you are young. But if any of you <laughs> are going to college, go as far away from home as possible. Have no safety net. It's the key to growing up. For those who don't know Shane and I personally, I've known Shane since we were five. So this is like not news to me. I've known no. Shane for way too goddamn long, so it's it's funny that th- this is the best Shane's ever been in his life. Which you'd be like, no, <laughs> hey, yeah. Shane was worse. <laughs> oh, much worse. I've said some stuff that I look back on and go, wow, that wasn't funny it's at on, all. It's on video. I had to scrub our YouTube page. Yeah. Also, Ronnie's wife hated me for so long <laughs> until, <laughs> until I uh, grew up, and I was always like, fuck that bitch. And then now I'm like, wow, I was truly awful to you and said awful things. It took Shane almost dying in the, in the, de- in the desert to make her like him. <laughs> that gout. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, shut or not. Okay. She's All That was released two months before 10 Things I Hate About You. True or false? 99. No, I think it was like a year. <clears throat> it's true. They wow. released the same year. She's all that was January, and then this one was March. That's crazy. Also, there is never no people by the fucking troll in San Diego or Seattle. Jesus, I'm drunk. <laughs> so many trolls. Um, I don't know. This is a thing. I I've only been to Seattle like for ten minutes. So I've been a couple times because I have a friend up there who's like Mister Seattle, like. Did you know there's a statue of Lenin in Seattle? That that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, I love it. He's like, it's the most capitalist city on the planet. But here's Lenin. Okay, so now they're going to go through all her personal belongings to figure out if she wants to fuck or not. Yeah, as you would. And also, they come to this, like, black panties. No girl doesn't have black panties unless she wants to fuck. And I was like, so really? It's fun watching. They, they call it lingerie, but they're just panties. So like, my it's fun having my wife around for these romantic comedies because she likes to give her two cents. And she goes, she says, "Fucking stupid! Everyone has black panties." <laughs> I know. I was like, it's like a base color. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like they're like neon pink and see through or something. You know, that would say or, like, I fuck. Fucking like, like nipple chaps and a fucking like you know tongue ring. Yeah. Like, oh, condoms. That says I want to fuck. Right. Like, and then he's like, oh, can I see your panties? Like, uh, this guy's an asshole. I, that's what I'm saying. He's, like, the least redeemable. I don't like Joseph Gordon-Levitt in this, like, at all. He's annoying. I like this scene. This is funny. Nice bike. Yeah, he's like, nice hog. <laughs> Dude, I like his bike. I would have drove the fuck out of that in high school. And that's why Shane got laid so often in high school. Also, how are they allowed in this bar? Drink. <laughs> <laughs> Drink a lot. 
Looks like Getty Lee's in the background right there. They got the mustache and the long, like, Getty Lee hair. <laughs> oh my god, it does look good. <laughs> he looks like Stan Lee's gay brother. <laughs> Living All right. I like that, too. It's a fun little touch. He grabs the, the black He ball. grabs the eight ball, looks at it, and the guy takes his money. That would have started a fight. Yeah, that would have been like... No one hits him over the back of the head with a cue. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, I don't want to say I can relate to this, but it's kind of unfair because I have been in a bar in high school, like, where and everything. And it's because um, I could get too in it, but I would go to Mexico with my family for the Bajas. And uh, yeah, in Mexico, anything flies. So it's, it's I 18, definitely drink. It's also 18 to drink in Mexico. Oh, I was not 18. Oh, well, never mind that. <laughs> I'm moving on. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, in a bar in Mexico. No one gives a fuck. If you got money, they don't give a flying fuck. Mm. But. Yeah, also they're trying to play it like, oh, he's a bad boy. He's not pretty. Come on, he looks like an underwear model. Like. He's so gorgeous. He's so beautiful. R.I.P. Oh, I know. That's what this movie did the most. Is I was like, God, I really miss Heath Ledger. Knight's Tale. Oh, I hate the Knight's Tale. We should do that one sometime. I hate the Knight's Tale. Oh yeah, we're gonna. Oh, we're gonna do a Knight's Tale. I fucking love that movie. I fucking hate um, that movie. This, he was in. He was good in Brokeback Mountain. You mm-hmm. know, uh, nice. the grunting tent scene. It was a little much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. He plays. Um. What's that Bob Dylan movie he's in with like Kate Blanchett? I'm not there. He's good in that. The Joker, obviously. I don't think I've seen Heath Ledger in a role that I didn't like him. I don't think I've seen Did you ever see the movies. documentary about him? No. His family talked about I, Apparently the writing was on the wall. Well, I don't want to say that. Like, I'm not trying to be insensitive. But like, he had had problems a lot like throughout his life. No, I don't think that was like a, a surprise. <laughs> well, it's, it's a surprise in the way that like, oh, it's unfortunate. But like, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like, oh, he was always so happy, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> no, it was, that's like, it's just like any of the actors who overdose. It's kind of like, you can see, I remember like when, I remember when like Mac Miller died, my, my brother and I were really big Mac Miller fans, and I'm like, oh, what? no shit, like he's going to overdose. Oh, so like you drink, fanban. Yeah, you can see like that. It's, it's unfortunate, we're not trying to be insensitive, but the reality is that there's a lot of signs, they call them signs yeah. for a reason. Yeah. Also... I was like, God, I recognize this band, and it's not No Doubt. It's like a knockoff No Doubt. That's what I said, too. I was like, not No <laughs> Doubt. There's a, um, yeah. we used to, we, when we, um, I lived back at home, my friends and I used to go to uh, downtown and go to see cover bands, because they were free, and there's one called No Duh, <laughs> that reminds me of no <laughs> I used to do the covers of No Doubt. Also, wh- what was your text? First one to say, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's what this is. This is a <laughs> okay. The bleeps are coming I, out. You're bleeping that shit. <laughs> You'll see. We can't see. This is on uh, you though. If you don't listen to the the drafts of the podcast I send you, you can't be mad how I edit it. <laughs> true. Um, I listen to them all. Okay. Um, apparently this band's called um something Cleo, like Little Cleo. Yes. Cause yeah. I could have swore that I recognized them. I'm like, God, they sound so familiar. 
But that's just because they sound like every other female's 90s yes. band. Well, they even say, like, Bikini Kill. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it sounds, it sounds, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. That's a cute little moment where the music stops. Ah, that's, that's a cute moment. That's cute. I like it. Everyone should have been like, get the fuck out of here. This is a... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll stop saying. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day. They have such great chemistry. Like, it's so fun to watch them flirt with each other. Because it's fun. It's real. God, I'll just keep praising it. They, it's a shame that they never got to do much else together. I don't, I remember my wife was also like, uh, what happened to Julia Stiles? And I was like, um... She's been definitely downgraded to working actress. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, well, she was in Say the Last Dance, which I saw and don't remember anything. She was in Dexter, and then she was in the Bourne movies. That's basically all I remember. Oh, from. she was in the Bourne movies. She was yeah. like his helper. Yeah, she was his love interest, and then they got rid of her. And the third one, she just came uh, back because she was there. his his not love interest. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, he kidnaps her, right? Yeah, I don't remember. I've seen those movies. A total of one time each, and I remember they're just Paul Greengrass exciting, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, Shot or not. Mm. So, uh, there's a sequel entitled 10 Things I Hate About Life, about two teens that fall in love right before they try to kill themselves. True or false? Oh, true. God damn it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> that sounds just awful enough to be true. By the same director. It's not really a sequel. It's kind of in the same vein because they try to make more money off of this. Because there's also like an ABC like uh, TV show of the same exact thing. This scene's funny. I like the belly scene. Hey, put put it on. Put the belly on. That's I something like I would do as a father. I might own a pregnancy belly that I make my daughter wear before she goes out. Okay. So. um, What's worse, do you think? Having an STD or getting pregnant for your daughter, what would your biggest concern be? Because he only cares about the pregnancy. He does not give no fucks about STDs. Oh, the fucking pregnancy. That's that's life. That's a life, man. Like, I could treat STDs. But uh, pregnancy... Well, okay. They're in Seattle. Worse. They can treat that pregnancy pretty easily. Oh, yeah. Okay, but I think abortion is much more traumatic than I had to treat chlamydia. Who knocked up your sister? <laughs> Which is a potential podcast are full of dumb men who don't know women issues. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> um, Ew. I kind of like this scene where they're getting ready. Because, like, it's totally how two nerds would get ready. Because that's how I would get ready. Just, like, splashing cologne. Oh, tie or no tie. like. Okay. We knew each other in high school. When did we ever talk about, like, women in the way that, like, it was romantic love? Like, we talk about shit and, like, gossip. Mm-hmm. We would not talk about, man, I'm so in love with this person. The one thing I remember, I don't think we were in high school, I think we were freshmen in college, is, did you know this chick did a porn? Like, I think that was, like, yeah, no, we never talked about romantic shit. Yes, that's my point. We talked about things that were god-awful, but, like, I can't relate to these scenes where it's like, man, I met this girl and I was happy because, I don't know, like, you and I are pretty open to talk about anything, but I don't think that was a thing in high school. There might be, like, a drunken, like, I really like this girl kind of thing. Yeah. And it'd be like, 
because she touches my penis. There's always, there's always the caveat <laughs> kind of thing there. So I can't relate to yeah. that. Can you relate to this scene where um, Goober here gives his friends cigars? This is so underdeveloped because I like that he repurposed the party where it's supposed to be like an NBA, like, you know, future leaders meeting. And he's like, free beer. Like, that's kind of funny as a revenge plot. But maybe I just didn't know people in high school, but this is so over the top. Every high school rager that I ever heard of had cheap liquor that someone's brother bought and cheap beer that someone's he's, brother bought. But it wasn't like... He's drinking natural light. I can relate to that. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's a good one. But like, maybe I just didn't go to any real high school ragers, I guess. I didn't start... I didn't. Most of the ragers would have been college parties that you got into. You know? No, see, the thing is, I didn't do anything in high school. College was my wild years. I didn't, so I'm, I was pretty fucking yeah. boring in high school. Oh, super boring. If we got drunk, it was with you and your dad. <laughs> Waste potential podcast in no way drink alcohol with my father underage. Papa Ron. <laughs> pop pop. <laughs> uh. So. Why is he giving her the fuck me eyes when, like, she threatened to say he's a small dick? Also, that's what kept him from saying that I fucked you? Like, I that whole premise is so bad. It should have been more, like, personal why she became this way. It should have been when her mom left and it made her bitter and, like, she can't get rid of this anger and... It, it affected her popularity. Or make it simple but as, like, he used she her. Fuck Chachi. Simple yeah. as, like, he used her. She was emotionally kind of, you know, distraught because of her mother. He used her and then threw her aside. That would make it more sense for her to be angry at men and start sing, uh, reading Sylvia fucking Plath. I don't know. Also, this is where I get a little weird is that he is concerned about her. Okay, so he was paid to get her to the party. Now, you could say, oh, he likes her, but it, they haven't really had that interaction that make him like her yet. You I, know what I mean? I don't think he likes her yet. I think he's just not an asshole because he doesn't follow her. He's just making sure she doesn't do anything wrong. It's kind of his character is just like it's shown like he's a nice guy, just has a bad reputation. Uh, all right, I'll allow it. I'll allow it for now. It was just weirding me out because I'm like, you know what? If I got out of the party, I'd be like, fuck it. If she wants to get fucking drunk, deuces. Like. <laughs> Yeah, Shane and I don't share the same values on this. <laughs> I would not follow around a babysitter. God, Gabrielle Union is beautiful. She should have been the star. She should mm-hmm. have been the girl that, like, now she's 26, which is unfair. But I think she should have been the main person in this that they're all swooning over. She doesn't even have a character. They just kind of throw her in there because they throw her in here because it's the late 90s, unfortunately. I don't know, but she just is better. In every way. Yeah, because she has good facial expressions and interacts. Look at her. She's, like, acting, and the other girl just looks confused all the time. She's got character. She's got... Like, I just think if you reverse roles with um, Olenek and her, I think that makes it a little bit better. But, you know, I'm not going to dive into why that wouldn't happen. <laughs> well, well, why wouldn't it? Why couldn't one... Because Hollywood's be- racist. <laughs> I was going to say one sister's white and one's black, but I, I guess you can go with that way too. And 
I kind of, it's kind of a weird thing that Gabrielle Union's always been, I don't want to say always, because I can't remember who she was. I Yeah, I think she was the, she's always the, the, well, not henchman, but the second person, you know what I mean? She's always the sidekick in a lot of these movies, and it's bullshit. Well, because in She's All That, well, I think she's the heel and She's All That. No, that's Little Kim, isn't it? Well, no, because I thought Gabrielle Union was the rival cheerleader, and she's all that. Let's bring it on. Bring it on. Bring it on. Not a, Jesus, I'm drunk. Um, yeah, and bring it on. She's the rival head cheerleader, right? I've never seen it, but I think from my just knowledge of it, because it's Elijah and... Dushku and uh, what's her face? Uh, Kirsten Dunst. Yes. We'll do that one eventually, but that one's no. that's a big, big dig. No, <laughs> no. Okay, see, he wears this like this over large blazer, and he has Joker hair. It's all I keep thinking is I just, I just wanted to put a smile on my face. Dude, you got to post that meme you sent to me. Yeah, it's I was cool. like, yep, that's that's it. That's all I really do is when I watch these movies, I think of memes because <laughs> like, I don't take down notes. Yeah, she's dancing a biggie though. No, oh, she's dancing. She is so skinny, which is like my it, wife. It's kind of scary skinny. My wife was like, she is too skinny. I'm like, well, she's like 17, like literally 17 in this movie. Yeah. It's not like high schoolers are that skinny. That's true. Sounds like your wife's jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean it. She loves <laughs> you so much. <laughs> she's like, I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> Oh, uh, I do like how this is like this is the oh Jesus Christ oh um, I wasn't in high school though I can relate to this I always made an ass of myself at college parties I was always so drunk and dancing oh man that's college and high school my favorite story is you and your underwear with a bat threatening somebody <laughs> yeah that was my 21st I got trashed I got basically naked and started rapping and then I got into a fight with one of my best friends and I got a bat out. Shout out to my friends who know that story. <laughs> it's the best. I just picture you and underwear with a bat. Like, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> it's the most white trash that you probably had a Coors in your left hand. <laughs> uh, that's my favorite. We had a keg of Coors that night. I like this little interaction here. So Heath Ledger is sick of hearing the shit from this kid. And he's like, if you like her, then ask her out. The, 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 like, who gives a fuck? They need... They, and the guy... And the kid's like, oh. They need what? a scene where you see Heath Ledger's home life. He comes from a difficult home, mm-hmm. or maybe, like, a, a home of, like, really caring parents, but they're kind of poor. Something. They, they need more talking. than just him telling you. Yeah, it's all just telling. It's Because... Uh, this feels like a play, which is obvious because it's Timmy and the Shrew, but everyone says things very loud and very obviously. It's written like a play, but filmed like, you know, a shitty movie. Yeah. What they need, and they've done it in other movies, like I want to say in She's All That, they do it. Ugh. But um, they, they point out that he's got all these rumors about him they don't know. What it should be is he says, fine, you want to know about me? And then he takes her to meet his grandpa, who he takes care of, right? That or like, and like uh, that or she follows him home or something like that. Mm-hmm. And sees it. He's a nice guy. He's got a difficult upbringing, and his family is difficult. I don't know. 
Yeah, like like he doesn't have his parents. His parents are in Australia or something. He takes care of his grandpa here, who is like a funny guy, but gets taken mm-hmm. care of. And he's like, "Oh, you're a hottie, ha ha ha." And he mentions like, it. It's once cliche, he... but yeah, it, but he, he mentions it, it once. He says, more. "I lived in Australia with my mom until I was 10. They're just like he, they, they throw out little things that work for like a a play or a book, but not for a mm-hmm. movie. You gotta show, not just tell. Yep, show don't tell. That's the movies. Um, and this too, like, she's mad at him because he wouldn't kiss her when she's drunk as fuck. Yeah, because the easiest thing is like, you just threw up in your mouth. I don't want to kiss you right now, but I'll see you next time. I don't know. And he says like, we should do this another time. Mm -hmm. And she's like, angry at him. What it should have been is she's angry for a little bit, like Mm -hmm. just that night. But in the morning, she thanks him because... That's a gentlemanly thing to do. You know what I mean? It's because they gotta add more bullshit tension because they just wrote this like really quickly. Yeah. Um. What's weird to me is if you think she's got a concussion, she should go to the hospital. Yeah. Fuck it. Hmm. Also, that old adage. This is me nerding out a little bit. That old adage about not sleeping when you have a concussion. It's not true. The whole idea of that is that people monitor you because you might have a brain bleed but like sleeping with a concussion is not bad the the sleeping with a concussion thing comes from you may be sleeping while you have a brain bleed so you should just get checked out but you sleeping is not it, it's that it will hide symptoms not that it accelerates the symptoms just like joe rogan podcast don't come to us for medical advice do that's my medical advice. I'm a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> doctor is slaying pussy. PhD. <laughs> I can hear my wife's home right now, and I can hear her just Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> no. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Uh-huh. So let's dig into Valentine's Day a little bit. Sure. Is it a bullshit thing? Uh, just to make money. Yes, I think I think this has been covered by a. What was that show with the little fat guy that would be like, "Oh, I spoil everything." Adam, Adam spoils everything. Sure, is that it. He started off as like a YouTube series and got picked up by like real TV or something. I'll take your advice. I think he or True TV. That's what it was. Um, I think he covered the whole Valentine's Day bullshit i think it's kind of just an american thing because like cinco de mayo and st patrick's day and Saint- and valentine's day are just kind of you know things like that well once again even well, thanksgiving and like patty's day mm-hmm. is like a religious thing and it's a very irish thing and we adopted it now that you could say it's because of the irish that came over here and brought it cinco de mayo is a weird thing that we celebrate because it really has nothing to do with the United States. It is purely a Mexican holiday. It's not even Mexican independence. I I, I don't think it's that. It's mm. not even that at all. Mm-mm. But it's also like it Christmas. celebrating a big battle. Well, it's like Christmas. The only reason why it's a national holiday is because Roosevelt wanted to make more money for the economy. It's not, it's like it's nothing religious and ceremonial. It's just money. Oh, that's dirty. It's just it is what it is though. I like his Bronco. I also like that Volvo. I would have drove the fuck out of that Volvo in high school. He drove off with her car. No, that's his Bronco. She drives a Ford. Oh, Falcon. he. She said, "I'm driving to the party," but he drove her car back. Then he drove the Bronco back. Oh, okay. Mm, yeah, I apologize um, to the writers. This scene is the worst. This is stupid. Because 
she never led him on. Ever. Well, a little bit, but not not like he's saying. He's like, I learned French for you. I like you. And you don't give a fuck. Like, I hate that shit. No girl owes you anything. It's even worse because like he's guilt tripping her into making out with him. It's like it's skeevy and I don't like it. Like if it was reverse, like a girl is like doing all this stuff to gain your attention and you don't really like her. Is that your fucking fault? No, I hate this shit that movies push, especially high school movies push that you owe anybody anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, and, yeah, and, I, and like, I don't know. I, to me personally, I don't think a, a high school boy going on a diatribe about how you're a bitch would turn me on. But I don't know. I'm not a high school girl. Now, I will side with you should probably go out with people that like you. That's normally a, <laughs> a good idea. And that a lot of people don't do that. But someone that guilts you into liking them is uh, not healthy. Or anything in general. Yeah. Also, who is that bald guy? He's like 40 years old. I was going to say, the whole thing is filled with like 40-year-olds just sitting there in this class. Dude, that would be funny. Just a bunch of really old people in a high school class. I'm like, I'm varsity cheerleader. (laughs) (laughs) I can look at that in college. He has has Joseph Stalin in the background. See that? Oh, no, it's John Steinbeck. It looks like Joseph Stalin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he does look like Stalin. That would have been funnier. That does not look like... Okay, so this is the scene where he's rapping a Shakespearean quote. Yeah, four lines Which... of a sonnet. Ooh, you, you sold me there, sir. Oh, yeah. And you have uh, been a part of a lot of English stuff. I've read a few Shakespeare... Uh, Bill Shakespeare's. He's the worst to read. Uh, as a person who speaks modern English... I fucking hate reading Shakespeare. I like Shakespeare. The problem is it's not really relevant and there's way better stories and novels and lessons to be learned outside of Shakespeare. I don't know. We de- like we deify him and I don't really understand mm-hmm. it. I had to take a whole like class on it in college for my English degree. <laughs> so oh, yeah. Oh, oh. I don't know. Yeah, I I'm torn on Shakespeare because, like, there's certain Shakespearean stories I really like, and others that I'm like, this is dumb. Um, I like Merchant of Venice a lot. That's one of my favorites. It's... And I realize that it's very anti-Semitic. <laughs> uh, it was a lot of problems with Shakespeare in general. But he's, he's kind of like the Disney, or it's like, like he got really popular, and then we just kind of deify him to a point where it's obnoxious. I don't know. I like Hamlet, and I like Macbeth, and I like... um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I actually prefer Henry the like the eighth. Like that story with between Henry and like Falstaff is way more interesting than any of the other shit going on. But it's like what's overrated. the one? Um. Is it Macbeth with Persephone? No, no, no. no that's Hamlet where she kills herself. Ophelia. Ophelia. Yeah. I like Hamlet, but I fucking hate the female character in Hamlet. Like well, that's the whole criticism of like Shakespeare. His female characters are kind of just there. Garbage. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this isn't about Shakespeare. This is about high school tits. So, um, <laughs> everybody 
is always hanging out around the PT field or like the yeah. No one goes to the class. Yeah, um, I liked PE as a guy who really, really loved PE in high school. It's hard because I took PE very not seriously, but I played sports and PE was just another chance to play sports, so I loved it. Especially when you can beat up on nerds. Um, <laughs> Side note, so quick drinkly because they, they did a whole thing where it's like to ask her if she likes my friend, you know, like a ask your friend of the friend, do you like that person? So drink to that. Drink pump punk female pop band. Yep. Why does she hate these prom things? I don't know. I would be like Julia Styles is like my high school type, like a a moody, like feminist kind of like reads too much and like hates everything. That's so me in high school. Super into this if I was in high school. But I don't know why she hates the prom. I guess it's just it's patriarchal. I have no idea. I don't know. I like the Shakespeare chick. I think she's fine as fuck. Oh, do you know her name yet? Cindy. Shot or not. In the original <laughs> script, Cat's friend Mandela re- referenced suicide attempts to be with Shakespeare. True or false? True. Correct. Oh. She wanted Mandela to kill herself. To... Is her name? Her name is Mandela, which is a really weird name for a female girl. And she just shot that teacher in the back. Drunk. And she killed somebody. <laughs> yeah. Definitely dead. And it's supposed to be funny. Mm-hmm. This is played for funny. This is when the movie kind of goes down for me. I stopped caring. My wife got me so good last night. We were watching this. Her hair. And... <laughs> no, I told you the heat blanket was on. Um, <laughs> it was awful. Uh, no, so... Uh... Oh, she could hear all this. I hate this. Um, I uh, I was like archery class. Who the fuck had archery during PE? And she's like, Oh, I did. I was like, What? She's like, Yeah, we did. We did archery. Did you not do archery? I went to a public school. And I was like, What? No, it's a, it's a popular thing now. Yeah. Then she went, No, I didn't do fucking archery. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, she had me. <laughs> She's like, that's so stupid. Oh. Why would you let kids shoot sharp objects? <laughs> no, that's a thing. It's popular, like, now. And then, like, I remember really? my high school, they had it. Yeah, it's a thing. It's for, like, bougie white people. But, yeah, it's a thing. Oh, my God. I think it's weird that we let kids throw javelins. <laughs> or discus. Like, those things are fucking heavy. Yeah. Or, or, or even just throwing 90-mile-per-hour fastballs at each other. So... Here's where I know that someone doesn't know what they're talking about with guitars. Right? Yeah, this hurt me too. <laughs> this is like, okay, so she's not doing anything. She's just like, oh, yeah, oh, bend the, the string. Oh, yeah, oh, she jams. That's her jamming because the actress probably can't jam. Sorry, Julia Stiles. I'm just guessing you don't jam. But um, I can tell from her fingering she doesn't do it. <laughs> oh, that's a Dr. Laura Schlesinger book. Oh, my God. That's the reference. Sorry, that's I, don't, a big I don't know what's going Southern on. California thing. Okay. <laughs> um, she was like a psychiatrist that insults people. Awesome. But um, and is hyper religious. But uh, so, and she wrote a book called Ten Stupid Things Men Do to Fucked Up Their Lives." But that was her thing: is ten stupid things that so and so does, oh. whatever. But yeah, kind of fits with the spoon. Um, this but podcast. back to the the guitar rat. Mm-hmm. Everybody that doesn't know 
how to play guitar or is not very good is like, oh yeah, Fender Strat. Because it's what Hendrix played, right? And yeah, Fender Strats are nice and like for the money, they're pretty good. But like there's so many other guitars that people drool over, right? But the Fender Strat is like the everyman's like, oh, that car. It's like a, I always look at it as like a Corvette. You don't need to know much about cars and go, yeah, Corvette's fast, right? But, like, that's the person I don't care about cars, but I want a fast-looking car gets. The Fender Strat is the Corvette to me. I want nachos. (laughs) I do want nachos. (laughs) Holy fuck, why did you say that? I'm starving. Don't make me eat nachos on this podcast. You'll never be able to edit that out. Swear to God, I will end this podcast right now and kill us all. Oh my God. Pause. I'm going to go get nachos. No, you fucker. You're not doing this. I swear to God, I will leave this podcast and go find other people. Holy fuck. I'm getting nachos, though. After this cast, I'm getting nachos. So am I. That's that's happening. Mm. Now, this is the famous scene, and I really like it. It would definitely get him expelled. Oh, yeah, drink. But it's a it's a good thing. It's totally not set up either. It's kind of just out of nowhere. Yeah, and I just don't get that. Like he thinks she'll know where he's speaking from. This is like a college football stadium, and like she'd be like, "Where is he? I can't see because no one can see what's going on right now." Yeah, but I like it. It's very charming. And he's got the band. Obviously, you didn't do this. Did you ever do any weird grand gestures in high school to get someone's attention? I'm sure I did. But I'm having a hard time remembering because they wouldn't have been this grand by any means. Um, I don't know. It would have been nothing more. Did you ever do any any like a prom things? You know, because that's big in high school. You would do big old prom requests or like prom, Ooh. take me to the prom. Did you do that? No. Well, I'm trying to remember. I had a girlfriend, long, like a long-term girlfriend before prom, so I kind of got spoiled, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm sure I did something vague, but it wasn't like... I remember, like, my stepsister had, like, some guy come over to her house and, like, fill her room with balloons and candles, and my mom immediately went out there and blew all the candles out because it was a fire hazard. <laughs> like, but... Yeah, like, there was some prom gestures, but I don't think I did any. I was a terrible d- guy, so I think I just did, like, a, so, you want to go to prom? Yeah, I, I don't remember if I did, and someone can correct me, because that same thing, I was in a long-term relationship in high school, and I don't, I don't think I had to do anything. I think it was kind of like, I'm paying for this, shut up. Yeah, what, I, I know she had people ask her, which made me fucking mad. Best scene ever, best teacher ever. Yes. And and then it gets uncomfortable. <laughs> when he walks in, he's like this young kind of PE coach. He's mm-hmm. the girl's soccer coach, which makes it weirder. Mm-hmm. He's like, you got pop, don't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this reminds me of like those 80s. like Oh, like Breakfast Club type of shit? Yes. And I think that's what it's supposed to be. And it's kind of fun. I enjoy it. This and he bold. grabs the Cheetos. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm confiscating yeah. those. As this well. is funny, but unrealistic because this is not how this works. Because students have rights. <laughs> they and can, drink, they, they and can... drink. That kid would have been expelled for having pot at that time. 
Yeah, but um, I well, I guess if you're a pussy and just give up your pot, that's on you because they can't legally search kids unless they have probable cause. I remember, I didn't even know that. I thought they could search your locker. And funny story, my high school, well, it would have been middle school locker. They can search um, your locker. That's school property. They can't search your backpack, though. I stored a watermelon in mine. Oh, shit. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I remember so, you doing that. Long story short, we ran across country and ran across wild watermelons. So I grabbed it, and I was a dirty, dirty child. <laughs> so I never went into my locker. So I just wear my dirty clothes home and change there. So I put a watermelon in my locker that proceeded to sit there for a year. And they had to search all the lockers, and they found a rotted watermelon <laughs> melting in my locker over dirty socks. And the answer is yes, Shane fucked that watermelon numerous times. Oh, many times. Now, I don't like this. Uh, she, like, it's so obvious. And she can't touch a teacher, can't do this, just get her suspended. Yeah. And then she shows her. They could have been so much more clever with this. Yes. Like, for a movie that prides itself on being quote-unquote witty, and oh. this is super uncomfortable, and I don't like this. Super uncomfortable. Because, number one, that teacher's like, oh, my God, I'm fired. Yeah, 100% you fired. Know, like, yeah. 100% fired. Even though it's not his fault. 100% fired. And she's expelled. She f- showed her tits in class. Mm-hmm. I do like everyone cheers her, though. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> and the greatest green screen of all time goes to... <laughs> oh, my. See, I don't think it's a green screen. But my, no. my confusion is, like, they're paddling and not moving. So I want to know how they did that shit. They just disable the mechanism that connects to the drive shaft is he just holding it in the back <laughs> like right there see his arm down <laughs> right some, guy, some intern just like holding his breath holding it like... uh it reminds me of the room though i'm getting the room like flashbacks where it's like this like the background it's it's not a green screen i don't know it looked like a green screen last night but now i'm looking at it with more sober eyes i think it's not a it, i think it's just the unfocusedness of the background yeah it makes just... it seem it looks really this looks bad but there's people riding behind them so it's not a green screen yeah i do like um their little date it feels authentic and things that high schoolers would do like you'd get a little paddle boat right it's probably like 30 bucks yeah you go to this stupid and seattle (laughs) anywhere else i'd be like this doesn't exist but in seattle there's definitely a place that people can throw paint at each other yeah so my wife and I were watching this last night and she goes and she goes, if you did this to me, I would hit you because one, we're both really competitive, and two, if you hit me with paint, she would like fucking kick me in the balls. Oh, you my wife would be so mad if I mm-hmm. broke paint on her hair. Yeah. Super cute, but not tolerable for any um normal know, human being. Or at least uh my wife is a little more like, don't get me <laughs> dirty with paint. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't want to wash paint out of my hair. I guess if you're in high school, you would do that. But now, I guess as adults, my wife would be like, I'd fucking kick you. <laughs> I thought it was going to be paintball. You know, it's literally paintball. It's a water balloons full of paint. Yeah, I thought it was going to be they were shooting each other. And I was like, that's fun. Also no, but paintball. what a fucking high school chick is wants to get shot with paintballs. Those fucking hurt. Paintball, I used to do that shit in high school. It was fun. But they would, oh, it's like, it's drink. Yeah. I have a story for you. Mm-hmm. If anyone that I work with ever hears this, they'll be so mad. But um, 
I know a grown man, a 30-year-old man, who paintballs still. Paintball's fun. So, it's fun, but he, like, like paintballs. Like, you know those people, like, wear camouflage yeah. and go paintball? I did that when I was 16 years old. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, he got a promotion and celebrated by going paintballing. Fun. Um, a 14-year-old caught him in a bunker and just lit him up, right? It's <laughs> called, like, bunkering, where, yeah. like, someone's dead, but they keep shooting him. Yeah, they have that. And uh, he was, like, you know, pissed off. He's like, hey, man, I said I was dead, and gets, like, kind of uppity to this 14-year-old. Mm-hmm. I don't know how large this 14-year-old or what this 14-year-old looks like, but the 14-year-old proceeded to kick the shit out of him, <laughs> <laughs> broke his nose, got on top of him, Full mount beating the shit out of him. He's a 33-year-old man. I guess to his defense, you can't really hit a 14-year-old. He came to work with the shit kicked out of him, swollen (laughs) eyes, broken nose, and he told the story. He didn't hide it. He didn't lie. He just said, yeah. And I was like, was this like a Tyson 14-year-old? But I picture like this kind of fat, like, 14-year-old who you can tell is 14 and just like sucker punched him in the face and beat the shit out of him. Like, <laughs> Oh, I think this is the that's last... my paintball story. Awesome. I think this is the last scene of the movie. I like, this is kind of cute where they're bonding on stories. They need to like explain more why they're, you know, overcompensating for their personalities, but it's, it's cute. They're bonding. I believe the chemistry. Yeah, I don't like the argument that comes from this. I don't know. She's just so guarded, but I don't get why she's so guarded. There's no, like you said earlier, there's no reason why she's so guarded. Like, one guy was an asshole to her, but why is she so guarded? Well, yeah, and he's like, come to prom with me, which is a normal high school question, right? And she goes, no. And he goes, why not? And she goes, well, why are you pushing this? And he goes, Mm mm-hmm. He should have been like, because I'm an 18-year-old senior that's going to prom. Yep. You know what I mean? Well, what she should have said and said, I don't want to go to prom. Let's go somewhere else instead for fun. Like, like I knew people in high school who went like bowling or went to different places instead of going to prom because they don't want to do it. It's cost too much money. I get that. But, like, why are you going to be, I don't want to run away. Hey, look, she's wearing overalls, kind of like, and she's all that. The girl in the background. Yeah. Also, this is stupid because now she's like, "Why aren't you asking me out?" Yeah, it's like, gonna it's gonna add tension because it's annoying. But it's high school shit. But I don't like this. So, anyway, but this one eighty is like okay. I, she kissed him, but so mm-hmm. now I'm accepting that she's not with Chachi. So I get that like he put a hole in his French book, but why is he accepting the glory hole? Get a new fucking book. This this the whole thing. Also, I kind of like this little Shakespeare thing, where he's nerding out over her and she's like totally into it, because the outfit he wears to prom I think is fucking dope. Oh, you, oh, you mean this relationship that was just like ham fisted for these two characters because they didn't want to have two characters not get fucked. It's so fucking yeah. terrible. Here's I I relate to this dad. He's just out there trying to get it. Trying to stay in shape. Funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's They got him back for the series. It's like a two-season se- series for this show. He came uh, back because he needed money. I like him. He's... I don't know his name, but I always like him. Oh, 
fucking. I I looked up his name. I should have written it down, but yeah. I always, he's fun. Everything he's in, I like him. The premise is dumb. I think they could have done more with this, where he's like, "You're not going. You're gonna get pregnant. You're gonna get." You know what I mean? There should have been a heart to heart, but that he's like, "Okay, you're right. I'm I'm styming your relationship, but this is why I'm worried. You know, your mom's gone." And da 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 da. There could have been, but it's not even. There could have been something that like, because I feel like a lot of dads listen to him. And like can relate. This is like a conservative religious dad, though. But he's not. He's like pretending to be hip, and he works with like you know pregnant women. <laughs> so, so he doesn't. You're not going to get jiggy with some boy. I don't care how dope his ride is. <laughs> Gross. I don't know. His okay. character doesn't make sense. He should be like a super conservative or have some reason why he cares. The mom left. That's all he's got. It's just, it's super underdeveloped again. I think what they should have done, because I disagree with you. I think he doesn't need to be like this religious conservative because I, I get it. I see a lot of myself in him. Like, I believe a lot of what he's saying. Um, But what they should have done was like, he should have said, your mom and I got pregnant at 16 and she left me at 30. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like. I don't want you to do what we did. Like, she got too pregnant too young. She got stuck with me and then decided she didn't love me and left. Well, you know? like, yeah, because, like, my experience with doctors aren't, they're not uptight. They're, like, they, they, they push safe sex. They don't push abstinence. That's that's a religious thing. The issue with the doctor thing would have been he's just not home. Because <laughs> that's yeah. the, the parenting issue with doctors. Especially if you're working with, like, babies. Because you have to be called at random times to, like, go deal with that shit. Yeah. So, I think they could have tightened up that relationship and added a little more, like, depth mm-hmm. to that whole thing. They went so surface level and funny with it. Which is fine in the beginning. But about this mm-hmm. point in the movie, they need to have that, like, hey, your mom, you know, left me and left us because she got pregnant too young and couldn't figure herself out you sure. know like that's where they should have gone well it's because they had to shoehorn the timing of the shrew plot into this where in the play mm-hmm. it's one sister can't get married until the other one gets married because of some kind of plot convenience which i remember enjoying taming of the shrew so much more <laughs> I, didn't, I think it's adults i didn't really like it that much but a really funny side story so when I took this class on, I had to read the had to read the the play, and my professor is a Shakespeare nut, obviously, and like did plays and shit. And she said that's the one play she would never do because there's a scene in the play when um the main character whose name I'm forgetting now asks the audience, "What would you do with a shrew woman like this?" And she says, "I never want to do it because I don't want someone yelling, slap that bitch from the audience." <laughs> <laughs> Exact words she said in class. <laughs> that was a fun conversation. Oh, what a loser! That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I like Tammy the Shrew, but um, oh, fuck, where was I gonna go with this? It's super misogynistic. That's why you like it. <laughs> it's a misogyn- All Shakespeare's kind of misogynistic. It's fucking six hundred years old. It's, yeah, it's it's, it's hey, awful. We can forgive the times, okay? Like, kings were still killing and raping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Othello was black and didn't have rights. 
<laughs> oh, I know what I was going to say. Um, also, I like this song. I think it's Sister Hazel. Drink. Top notch. Love Sister Hazel. Um, okay. I like 90s. It's my time. Why'd you dress but, like a uh, Mormon? I don't know why she's dressed like a Mormon. Weird. But uh, I like this, too. Spray on hair. Um, I love it when I, so much. I saw Much to Do About Nothing, and then I got to the end, and I went, what the fucking point was that? And my buddy was like, that's the point. I much like, to do about nothing, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I was like, god damn it. <laughs> it's brilliant. <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to the play. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh. He's like, oh, so you get it. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or it's like okay. um, the, the lesser known ones, Comedy of Errors. That is the ugliest dress I have ever seen in my life. She's wearing a tutu and a, like a belly shirt. It's... That is not a prom dress. No. I'm sorry. Especially this rich bitch. Like, she can afford something better than this terrible outfit. Prom dresses are supposed to be ball. Like a grand ball kind of thing. Not a you tutu know? and a belly dress. Really sure. It's so terrible. Uh, so, they could have done more with this, too. Where she's like, I can go because Kat got a date. And he's like, damn. So, he should have, like, shaken the guy's hand. Like, all he does is I know a lot of cops. But he should have shaken his hand and been like, I know how to, like, cut your penis because of this vasculature that goes... You know what I mean? Like, something funny, daddy kind of thing. I can relate to this because I went out with a girl one time whose dad was a cop, so I'm going to drink. Yikes. One date, that was it. Um, I'll relate because my high school prom date wore a pink dress. Ew. She looked good in it. <laughs> drink. Love, love you, wife. Also, wife got me good here. Because I was like, who the fuck has live music at the prom? Rich white people. Like, and who gets some ska band? Like a fucking ska band? This is 90s, I forgive it. But like, you would have had a DJ. And my wife's like, I had a live band. I was like, what the fuck? Now, my wife went to high school in West Virginia. So I was like, what the fuck? And I was like... It was like one of those, yes. um, like a jar, like blowing in bands, <laughs> and like. A... Oh, yeah. oh, I am on my hand of constant sorrow. <laughs> Bluegrass. <laughs> yeah. God damn, he looks good. Not mm-hmm. wearing a tie, just kind of a tux. And that's another thing they could have done, where his grandpa's like, "Take my tux." Mm-hmm. Like he and he wore this old tux. I think that would have been fun. Where he's like. The grandpa's like, are you going to prom? And he's like, no, she doesn't like me. And he's like, get your ass to the prom. And he's like, yeah. I have a tux. So you can wear mine. So he wears like this older tux. There's all these things that would have been so endearing. Yeah, none of them have like fulfilled backstories. Why is that like chain lock have no chain on it? Why is his jacket the color of mayonnaise? Ooh, it's, it's like eggshell white. Mm. That's dumb, by the <laughs> He just slams the door. Mm-hmm. He should have been like, she's got to be pregnant. God damn it. And just mm-hmm. hangs it. Just slams it. You know, the, they don't make it very clear in this, but like, were they, I thought they were twins for the longest time. I was like, no, she's younger than her. It wasn't very clear, but they made I it clear. I think twins would have been better. Because at least they're the same age. Yeah, but then it wouldn't make sense for her telling that stupid story about her 
her fucking the other guy that one time. And she's wearing her mom's pearls. He's Austin Powers. Oh, I love it. It's so fucking awesome. That is so not awesome. It's so awesome. He's dressed like Austin Powers. I thought it was going to be nerdier. But like, that's actually kind of cool. I thought it was going to be like a renaissance thing like hers is. It's not. No, it's not. But it's cool. I like it. I'd wear the fuck out of that. Shane's lame. Okay. And then this stupid part where he's like, I called in a favor. You called in a favor to get some signed band? Like, where did he get the money? This is where they really missed it by not... Oh, my God. Well, by not getting... I guess it would make more sense if, if if he got up there and sang a song for her. Because mm-hmm. that would make sense because he already sang a song. It's established and he cares about her. This song. Drink. That's definitely uh, not Gwen Stefani. And, yeah, not Gwen Stefani. She's mm. the most knockoff Gwen Stefani ever. I'm just a knockoff singing in high school prom. And a bad me. Dude, I have um been getting into No Doubt again. Oh, my God. God, I love No Doubt. They're fucking awesome. I listened to, uh, uh what was the album? Return to Saturn? No, no it has um the... Maybe it is, because Don't Sleep, oh, what you thinking? I don't know. I know the greatest hits. I enjoy No Doubt just fine. Yeah. I enjoyed No Doubt. Because we grew up in California. Yeah. Big Sublime fans. I don't like Sublime anymore. Moving back to the uh, the movie, though. Why is <gasps> Gabrielle Union a bitch now? Mm. I was just about to bring that up. The turn is so weird. Like... They should have been friends, and she should have been like, "You're right, Joey's an asshole." Or I. But like separating like, their friendship is weird. But she was just doing and, the long con to fuck the rich white guy. I don't get it. I. Uh, so here we are, and he's like, "Oh, Milwaukee." I was, uh, and she's like, "What?" And he's like, "Oh, I was in Milwaukee, not in prison." I guess they don't I'm know like, how dancing and music works because it's too loud to fucking hear anything, but whatever. Dude, I love in the uh, bloopers at the end where they're doing that and all there's like no music overlay. Mm-hmm. So all you hear is people's feet just hitting the ground. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, that's how movies work. There's no magic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Let's use some more. God. Because like she would not be able to hear him at all because that's not how sound works. And, like, I think he should have punched him. Yeah, I'd be mad because he actually cares about her. Because it makes more sense yeah. that, like, he, like Heath Ledger would punch him as opposed to Gordon Joseph Levitt than, uh, or the other guy uh, who comes in later. Oh, you she punches this... him. She punches him later. Yeah. You know what this reminds me of a lot? The new guy, which we're going to watch at some point. No, we're not. Where, like, you have all these characters that have funny moments, but they have no character and so when they do things or have conflicts you don't give a fuck Mm -hmm. i want this to be carrie i want to end in (laughs) just explosions and and fire and and, and burning ripping people apart with their mind you should have watched that for valentine's day Mm -hmm. a lot more blood and period jokes yeah okay so i have been kicked hit kneed in the balls before it hurts, but you don't go down for 25 minutes. When were you kicked, hit, and kneed in the balls? 
Um, I don't know. A lot of things. <laughs> I got. I remember explicitly in fourth grade, accidentally getting kicked in the nuts by a chick. Like she was gonna make a joke that she was gonna kick me in the nuts, and then she didn't stop her foot and literally full blown kicked my nutsack. Ow! And yeah, that was crippling. I remember what? that vividly. It hurts for like five minutes, and then you get over it. Unless you like rupture well, something, that's different. It hurts initially, like crippling hurts. You're right for like two, three minutes. It's like but in then the there's wind that like you. I can't breathe because they're my nuts are in my stomach mm-hmm. for like an hour. I could see like I could see like if you bruise or rupture something, you're in pain afterwards and you can't walk right. But like just sitting on the ground like a little bitch the whole entire time is weird. Okay, so now this is the part of the movie where this the screenwriter is running out of time and literally tie up everything and nothing makes any sense. Also, she they didn't out even too. say like one week later. They're like it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow, and then all the problems are resolved. They're dating now. Dad comes out and says you can go to college. It's just it's just like ah go 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 it's jump like, jump. Oh jump. fuck, we're out of time. They said we only get an hour and a half. Like yeah. But yeah, it's literally terrible. like they're going to say this should have said like. Two weeks later, or you know something, or she comes up and says like you know since the prom you know over a month ago, or she says oh you guys have been dating for a month now steady how's it going it's going good exactly or like hey you're still mad at him it's been three weeks like do do you remember that that he paid you know my boyfriend to to fuck me so that you can fuck him yeah you remember that no oh okay cool no you don't you don't know that he paid another guy to fuck your sister so that he could fuck you like. Ugh. He definitely went through Howard's high school whores for those. So, this scene, I think, needed to be earlier mm-hmm. and more expanded. The the dad and the daughter. Yeah, because right after this, she goes and writes a poem and that she loves him. It, but like, he doesn't even talk to her about love. He talks to her about college. Like, it doesn't make right. any sense. And he never talks to her about her mom. No. Like, they, there's no... They wasted the dad, and he's so perfect in this. Like, they had him. And they should have used him more and for more heartfelt shit. But all he does is pay for her college. And it's like, yeah, women's lib. But, like, my, dad's <laughs> money, but my dad's money buys me college. so Exactly. Because that's the whole point missed in this whole thing. Is she's like, yeah, women and we're oppressed. But dad paid for college. Like, it, yeah, it's and then, exhausting. And then weird that mom abandoned me. So I guess... Women's rights. Women's lib. Yeah. I... Yeah. Okay. Well, this movie I, I, was weird. Well, yeah, because it's weird. Because like, like Kate Chopin wrote like novels about that about women like abandoning their her kids because like it's liberalism, which is whatever. I might get into that. The problem is like you can't have a cake and eat it too. God damn it! You can't be like. No. Well, I, I guess they don't even dress that. They don't have any negative feelings toward their mom. I don't really know. It's all everywhere. This. Yeah. Okay. Ugh. <sighs> Dude, get mad about not having black books, but all the people behind you are all white people. Exactly. Except Stalin. Yeah. He's kind of he's kind of colored. <laughs> oh, Jesus! So he got the shit kicked out of him. And this is the big ten things I hate about you poem, right? Yeah, like, I remember her getting in trouble for this, but I guess I remembered this wrong. I guess you didn't even talk about this. When did you first see this movie? And that would have been funnier at the end of the poem. He's like. Well, that was a nice poem, and you can leave. <laughs> Go to the yeah. Instead office. of just sad, she's crying. 
Okay, um, shut or not before we do that next one. Um, right. The 10 things I hate about you poem scene took exactly 10 takes to shoot as Julia Stiles could not cry. True. It's false. It was one take and she cried, which was improvised, and they took it. Aww. That's better. So. I'll drink. Yeah. So, which, uh, when did you first see this movie? Mm. 10 things I hate about you. I've seen a few times in my life, but, like, they're so vague. Um, I feel like I saw it when I was, like, nine, originally. Because, I mean, like, 2000, I would have been younger. So I remember seeing it. But I never remember watching it fully like this. I just remember my uncle was, like... I mean, his favorite band was Matchbox 20. That should say everything (laughs) that you need to know. Like... He religiously listened to Matchbox 20. So, obviously, I saw this movie with him. He was Mr. 90s. And so, I remember enjoying it because he enjoyed it. And I uh, didn't really fully watch it and appreciate it until this viewing, actually. Mm. But I had seen it in chunks multiple times. Like, obviously, I remember the the Heath Ledger singing and dancing part. Mm Mm-hmm. It's part of the staple of pop culture, really. Um, I I think I saw it in high school because a girl made me watch it. Then I saw it again in college after I read Taming of the Shrew. I think that was like part of something. Mm -hmm. I had to write or do something, and then I'm watching it now. And like I said, I like the first hour, and then it gets stupid. Like this is all this is all just rushed. They just like go go go. I bought you a guitar. I want to fuck you. So now we're happy. I wrote you a poem, but then, then this is pre like reasoned why any of this is working. Yeah, the ending is really rushed. It should have been three weeks later. They should have showed a little bit of a montage of him trying to like mm-hmm. apologize and her shutting him down. The and daddy's to have a conversation this. about like you know men make dumb choices, but someone who mm-hmm. you know cares about you and you know looks after you when you're sick or cares about your feelings. It's important to be around, but the dad never gives any sex advice besides don't have it because you'll yeah you babies or like just some. F- I like that line. She's like, you can't buy me a guitar just mm-hmm. to apologize. And he's like, yeah, well, there's drums, tambourine, mm-hmm. harmonica. <laughs> or if you want, or if you want to go for like a harder ending, she's gonna go to college and leave him. He's not going to college. Look at him. Yeah. So also, like, she never did anything with a band. This whole him buying her a mm-hmm. fucking guitar. She never played music. She doesn't have a band. It's shoehorned. There's no setup. And then this weird fucking shot over Hogwarts. Okay. With I thought the band was Gimme Gimme, and it's not Gimme Gimme. It's something about Cleo. Drink. Okay, my last shot or not. The ending scene here was actually shot on top of the school and cost the production company half a million dollars. Oh! False. It was more. It's actually true. They had to rent a helicopter for these actual shots. And they and they told the band, no matter what happens, don't stop performing because we can only do this in one take because of cost. They thought they would lose production of everything because it cost so much money. They thought they were going to crash the helicopter into the school. But they did it in two takes, actually, for half a million dollars. Holy shit. Yeah. This doesn't I, seem like that hard of a shot to get. Um, I think it was, because how the fuck did they get up there, build a platform and do this? That's and they true, the they probably had to helicopter all that shit up there, or do some sort of crazy shenanigans, because there's no, like, mm-hmm. ladder or, you know, roofing. There probably is, but I'm 
thoroughly impressed by this alone. I did all this for this fucking shot. When they, they could have done this on a fucking pier. You could have done it anywhere, but they did it just because they had to do it there. It's crazy. I, I like this shot, too. Like, I don't... This is the latter. I don't... Oh, yeah. I don't hate this. You know what I mean? There's three cinematic shots in this, and then that's it. Crazy. The director didn't even like want to do this one. He just got sold on the script, but like he's like, I don't want to do a rom-com. I just want to do a high school drama. I'm like... This Ew. is like the worst of both worlds. Yeah. Also, that's a school? That is crazy. Yeah, like, it was repurposed. These people that went to these like huge high schools that like mm. have history are so lucky. I fucking had... A, it was like an office building converted All to right. a high school. Yeah, they. Uh, this was repurposed for something. I can't remember what it was originally, but there's a fire and they made it an actual school. So it's actually a high school. Wow. These there bloopers is... are kind of funny. No. But they're like most unfunny bloopers I've ever seen. They're... This is embarrassing. This is what I would do in high school whenever I made videos. We would always put our bloopers at the end because we thought they were funny. But they're not only funny to people who are actually on production. It's not. These aren't funny for anyone outside of it. It's very inside yeah. jokey. Mary Ellen Seaman. <laughs> Craft service. <laughs> <laughs> also, this guy... I think this blooper, it's so funny because like their bloopers, yeah, that on set may have been funny, but you're watching him and you're like, I, it's not that funny. That's what I told you. Uh, these like having um, bloopers are just self, you know, masturbatory for people who are on set. Yeah. They're not funny for anybody else. I, the only bloopers I can really compare these to, because they're always the bloopers I think too, is, um, remember Rush Hour? Yeah. It, which we'll watch at some point, but um, the the ending of Rush Hour where they play the bloopers and like Jackie Chan's like doing stuff and like he'll do all this stuff and then he's actually like tangled now so he can't move. Yeah, <laughs> like that's kind of funny mm-hmm. because like he's doing something incredible and oh he fucked it up or like he goes to go through the window and hits the window, you know? And he's like, oh, like those bloopers are funny, or like uh, Chris Tucker who's like fucking up the line. That's funny. This has like one set of bloopers that's kind of funny. What's really weird is like this part where he punches him, they add the ADR. So they added yeah. the punch. So they, they went back and re edited it just to add the punches. It's weird because it's like that's not how editing for sound works. <laughs> now, I think some of these bloopers are funny because the crew set them up. Like that one was kind of funny. That's the, the guy director... hits the windshield. And... Yeah. That's the director jerking off, though. He's in it again. Speaking of, of uh, the director and weird, this next scene has Mrs. Perky, who's forgotten and lost as a character, and she's fucking mm. the director. And it's like, this doesn't make sense in any way. Can I get a prophylactic? <laughs> yeah, this is weird. They come around the corner, and then they're fucking in the middle of the hall. That's obviously the director. I just don't get it. And you, and you can see your spanks. That's the director. That's the director. Because he's in he's in the the last scene when they're in the back of the car. He jumps up and says something. That makes it weird. Everything's weird. This movie sucks. I don't know. <laughs> Those bloopers are really weird. Like it's when I weird. think of bloopers, I don't think those are great bloopers well but. those are like stage ones like fun bloopers are the ones that like people like fuck up the lines by accident because they're bloopers they're not like staged extra comedy that just makes people laugh or like when chris sad. tucker's like what is that who are you, who are you think you could have kelsey clinton like i mean is it chelsea <laughs> 
Yeah, when or someone like, fucks uh, up the line, not just yeah. this big goofy. Or where someone fucks up the scene just to fuck up the scene, where he's like, well, I guess he won't be in Rush Hour 4. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah, those, those bloopers are dumb. Okay, I'm done with this fucking movie. Shane, happy Valentine's Day. Would you recommend uh, Not She's All That? I would. I I liked this film. I hated every moment, but I liked it. It's so weird. But Heath Ledger and Julia Stiles are just so fun to watch together. Um, just understand that, like Ronnie said, you're going to enjoy about an hour of this film, and for 30 minutes, you're going to fall asleep. I would only watch it if you grew up during this era, and mm-hmm. if you've seen it before to kind of revisit it, because I think the first 30 minutes are like unintentionally funny. And then it's kind of endearing, and then it gets really lazy. But I don't... If I've never seen it before, I'd be really mad <laughs> to watch this and frustrated. <laughs> and then if I didn't grow up in the 90s, I'd be like, I don't fucking get why this is funny at all. But I think it's funny in kind of a nostalgic kind of way, but it's not a good movie. <laughs> Agreed. Well, happy Valentine's Day, you bitches. Enjoy your corporate capitalistic holiday. This holiday's stupid, but enjoy it. Hopefully, you know, you take your, your lady or your man out for some uh, for some COVID-fueled fun for Valentine's Day. Mm, yeah. Once again, follow, like, subscribe. Send us an email at Potential if you want to join our Woodsbury um, Sheriff's Department. We're still looking for recruits for that. Also, um, email <laughs> Tell them to let us on their <laughs> podcast. Oh no. <laughs> I called you out by name. I want to watch a sex movie with you guys. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> uh, also, Joe Rogan, <laughs> let us on your podcast. <laughs> I'll talk about ivermectin. I'll talk about fighting. I don't give a fuck. Bring me on. You've had much worse people. <laughs> I'll only come on if Alex Jones comes on with us to talk waiting. about movies. I was waiting for it. <laughs> Dude, let's do it with Alex Jones and we'll talk about JFK. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that all the way through. Eh. You want to uh, you want to hear Kevin Costner do his best impression of Foghorn Leghorn? Watch JFK. <laughs> I say, I say, I say. He did not shoot himself. Mm-hmm. I, I say, I say. That was one magic bullet. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's what I got. Well, happy Valentine's Day. We didn't really talk about too much about love, but you know, what's love got to do with it? Got to do with it. Speaking yeah. of spousal abuse. All right. You want to go OD on Ambien? <laughs> <laughs> And then um, I was going to ask you at some point, you can think about this while we're doing it. I was, was going to say, what's the, like the worst place you've had sex in since we're doing Valentine's Day and romance? Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about doing that at some point when we run out of things to talk about. Okay. 
okay. other than my fucking house. <laughs> okay. Um, I had so sex last night, and I kid you not, it was 117 degrees in the goddamn room. And not like a good, like, oh, it's so hot. It's like, no, I'm literally going to fucking die. Get off me. <laughs> Get off my... Get off... I can't fucking breathe. <laughs> then I found out it was because her heat blanket was on. I'm like, why is your fucking heat blanket on? I can't wait to get drunk and go car shopping. That's a mistake, and I hope that goes well for you. Oh, it's going to be great. I'm going to drive a brand new Ferrari home. Um... Hey, babe. Remember how you said this was impractical? <laughs> By the way, you're going to have to pick up some double time. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, then I'll introduce this into a <laughs> shitty. Yeah, I'm a little pissed off. I might, I might come in a little hot today. <laughs> it's fine with me. I don't. It always brings in the fun. <laughs> That's it. I'm moving to Big Dumb Movie Podcast. That piece of shit. <laughs> Join us for face off, you cunts. <laughs> you don't know how timelines work, do you? <laughs> Their time is relative. It is. Okay. Oh, dear Christ. <laughs> That's a great way to start this off. Any, I'm about it's... three Modellos in, too. Okay, well. Good thing you got Modelo. <laughs> you feeling okay? You're still a little bitter. You feeling a little better now? I'm a bitter panda. I'm going <laughs> to eviscerate this movie. If it wasn't for Heath Ledger and his charming, charming ass, I would have really hated this movie, but he is wonderful. I think we're ready. <laughs> All right, let's do it. I'm just sitting here waiting for Shane to stop here. So Shane seems like a little bitch today. He's he's had a rough day out there. So what you can what, what you can do to make him feel better is to send Shane some money so he has a happy Valentine's Day because he can't afford to take his wife out for Valentine's Day. You want to go OD on Ambien? <laughs> <laughs>